Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about King Hezekiah and how God gave King Hezekiah 15 more years of life after Hezekiah had prayed and asked the Lord to let him live. In God's kindness and mercy, he granted King Hezekiah's request, and Hezekiah prayed one of the most beautiful prayers in thanksgiving unto the Lord. This is what he prayed after the Lord healed him. You restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. For the grave cannot praise you. Death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. The living, the living, they praise you. As I am doing today, fathers tell their children about your faithfulness. The Lord will save me, and we will sing with stringed instruments all the days of our lives in the temple of the Lord. And so Hezekiah continued to live and serve as king over the southern kingdom of Judah. Now, before we continue our story, I have to ask you a question. Have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever done something you wished you hadn't? I mean, have you thought, oh man, what was I thinking when I did that or said that? Well, I'm pretty sure we all can say that we've made foolish mistakes in our lives. If you haven't yet, you probably will. In today's story, we are going to learn about a foolish mistake that King Hezekiah made. And boy, was it a doozy of a mistake. You see, not long after King Hezekiah was healed, some important visitors arrived in Jerusalem to see him. They were ambassadors from Babylon. Can you say ambassador? Do you know what an ambassador is? An ambassador is someone who comes from another country as its representative or to speak on behalf of its king. You could even say they were kind of like messengers because they arrived from Babylon with letters and a present from the king of Babylon, King Merodach Baladan. The king of Babylon sent letters to King Hezekiah because he had heard of Hezekiah's illness and wanted to congratulate him on his recovery. They had also heard about the miraculous sign that had occurred in the land of Judah when the sun moved backwards. Everyone had been talking about it. The news had spread all the way to Babylon and they wanted to hear more. Well, Hezekiah was glad to receive these ambassadors, these highly important men from the nation of Babylon. You see, Hezekiah was a wealthy king. He had accumulated very great riches and honor and made treasuries for all of his silver and gold and for his precious stones, spices, shields, and all kinds of valuables. He had built large buildings to store the harvest of the grain, new wine, and oil, 
And he made stalls and barns for all of his cattle and horses and pens for all of his sheep. He built villages and acquired great numbers of flocks and herds, for God had given him very much wealth. Hezekiah had succeeded in everything he did because he had looked to the Lord for help. The Lord had provided for Hezekiah abundantly. But something began to happen in King Hezekiah's heart. Oh, he was still a good king, but he did not realize that when he looked around and saw all those riches and all the cattle and all the spices and armor and buildings and grain and wine and gold and jewels, he became proud. In his heart, he was proud of all that he had. You see, it's easy to let pride sneak in when we least expect it. So, when the ambassadors came to see Hezekiah, it was a chance for the Lord to test Hezekiah's heart. God saw the pride that was creeping in, and so God left him to test him and to know everything that was in his heart. How would King Hezekiah respond to these visitors. This was the test. Hezekiah, being delighted to see these visitors from another land who were not like the wicked Assyrians, decided to give them a great welcome. He told them about the shadow that had moved backwards 10 steps and how it had been a sign that he would recover from his illness and live another 15 years. But then, King Hezekiah made his foolish mistake, one of the greatest mistakes he ever made. With all his pride, he showed these men from Babylon his secret vaults. That's right, he showed them everything he had stored away in secret places, all the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine oil, his entire armory, and everything found among his treasures. He showed them all of it. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had guests that I knew little about, I don't think I would be opening up my safe to show them where I kept my money and most valuable possessions. I don't think I would be giving them my credit card and bank account information. But it was as if King Hezekiah did not understand what he was doing in that moment. He was showing off without even thinking of the consequences. The Bible says there was nothing in his palace or in all of his kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Oh my. The Bible does not say what these men from Babylon were thinking, but I can only imagine they were taking note of everything, every little thing that Hezekiah was showing to them. They knew their king back in Babylon would certainly be interested to learn where such a good supply of gold and silver could be found. Oh, Hezekiah, if only you had stopped to think. At last, it was time for the ambassadors from Babylon to leave and go home. With many kind words and good wishes from Hezekiah, he bid them goodbye. But no sooner had the men left 
when the prophet Isaiah appeared at Hezekiah's door. Isaiah the prophet, the great man of God, came into Hezekiah and said to him, What did those men say, and where did they come from? Hezekiah replied, From a distant land. They said they were from Babylon. Then, slowly, Isaiah asked him, What did you show them in your palace? Hezekiah answered, Well, they saw everything in my palace. There is nothing among my treasures that I did not show them. Hezekiah might have thought that by showing them his wealth that he was showing them his strength. But it had been a mistake, a very costly mistake. Isaiah then said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your fathers have stored up until this day will be carried off. Even your own flesh and blood who will be born to you, your very descendants will be taken away and they will become servants in the palace of the king of Babylon. Oh, true seekers, how sad for King Hezekiah to know that in his future, his future grandchildren and great-grandchildren would be carried off by the very Babylonians who came to see him. As we will see, this is not the last time we will hear of Babylon. For Babylon would become a great and mighty and powerful nation that would one day soon return. And the king of Babylon would not soon forget the secret places that Hezekiah had shown to the men from Babylon. Dear True Seekers, what truth did we find in today's story? I think one of the most important verses in today's story is when God said that he would test Hezekiah to see everything that was in his heart. Dear friends, this is a serious truth to learn about God. God sees our hearts. He sees what's inside our hearts. He knows what we think even better than we do. He knows when we think happy thoughts and when we think sad thoughts. He knows when we think mean and cruel thoughts. He knows when we think revengeful thoughts. He knows when we lie or cheat. He knows the wickedness of our hearts. We cannot hide from God. Now, that might seem like a very serious thing for you to realize, that we can't run from God and that we can't hide from Him, that He sees everything inside of us. We might be tempted to think, well, then how can I ever serve God? How could He ever love me? Because I know that my heart is not always good. I know that in my heart I can be selfish and prideful and say hurtful things. I can be rebellious and disobedient and throw fits. I can lie and do bad things. While it's true that we by ourselves cannot be good, God sees our sinfulness. He sees the wickedness of our own hearts. And yet instead of turning us away, He chose to send His Son Jesus to take away our sins and fill us with His Holy Spirit. 
You see, when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, He comes in and gives you a new heart, a pure heart, a heart that longs to serve God and follow Him. Isn't that the best news? You don't have to try and change your sinful heart. All you have to do is trust Jesus and ask Him to change it for you. He will place His Spirit inside of you to help you obey, to help you love, to help you do what is right. When you make Jesus your Lord and Savior, God forgives you of your sins. He no longer sees your sinful heart. He sees the purity of Jesus in you. Jesus covers you in His robes of righteousness and holiness. When we mess up and make mistakes, which we will, we can run to Jesus and ask Him for forgiveness, and in return, He will forgive us. And best of all, He will help us not to sin again. That's why He came. So now when God searches your heart, may He find His Holy Spirit living there. May He find Jesus sitting on the throne of your heart, ruling and reigning over you as you love and serve and trust him. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in three different places. You can find it in 2 Kings chapter 20 verses 12 through 20, 2 Chronicles chapter 32 verses 24 through 32, and Isaiah chapter 39. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear heavenly Father, your word says that you search the hearts of men. You search throughout the earth looking for those whose hearts are fully committed to you. Lord, please search our hearts, search my heart, and find me willing to serve you wholeheartedly. I give you my whole heart, Jesus. If there are places in my heart that are not pleasing to you, that still have areas of sin, Will you please come and change my heart by the power of your Holy Spirit in me? Forgive me, wash me clean, place your spirit in me. I surrender the places of pride and selfishness inside my heart and I ask you to place a new heart within me, one that is filled with your Holy Spirit so that I might serve you and obey you all of my days. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before we go, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have emailed or messaged me with your location, where you're living, where you're listening from. It has been so fun to hear from you and just be able to map where everyone is listening from. I wanted to share with you that we have um, a lot of the states represented from the United States and even other countries. So I've received um, messages from uh, listeners. You all are listening in Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Washington, 
in Wisconsin. And then um, some of the other countries that um, I heard from, you all out in um, Bolivia, Mongolia, Italy, Canada, Australia, South Africa, the Philippines, and Thailand. So exciting to hear from you all. Thank you so much. And you can keep emailing in if you haven't yet to let me know where you're listening from. Again, my email is Sherilyn, S-H-E-R-I-L-Y-N, R Grant, G-R-A-N-T, at gmail.com. I love hearing from you all. I'm also going to read a few more reviews um, that I received for the podcast here. Action E. Jackson says, I love it. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you love it. Cassie632 says, our three and six-year-olds love listening to this podcast. It has spoken to this mama's heart many times as well. Thank you for the great content and seeking after God's heart for children. Addison says, thank you for teaching me. You're welcome, Addison. Uh, The next review here says, this is so well done. My children love these Bible stories, and she does a great job of reminding children of God's big story of rescue through Christ. P.S. We live in Manhattan, Kansas. Well, a big shout out to Manhattan, Kansas. Thank you for that review. The next review says, grateful for simple, clear storytelling of God's word. My kids and I love to listen. And this last one here from Mimi2010 says, My daughter introduced me to your podcast. I am a 60-year-old grandmother of three and mother of three. I've listened to every episode in about two months. I was disappointed when I realized I was all caught up because I want to hear more. Your storytelling is captivating, allowing the listener to visualize and understand what the stories of the Bible say and mean in an easy-to-understand way. I have recommended your podcast to my other daughter's sister. Thank you for sharing God's gift to enrich the spiritual lives of young and old alike. Well, I have to say I love that. I love that this podcast has listeners from as young as um, two years old to 60 years old. So thank you so much for leaving me that review. It made me so happy. I also have a review here from Facebook that I want to read from um, Corbin. He says, hi, my name is Corbin and I'm nine years old. I love your podcast and I listen to it every night and I love learning about God and Jesus and I've gotten closer to God. I was baptized last year and I accepted him and I pray to him every night. I think I have listened to all of the episodes and I started over and listened to them again. Corbin, that makes me so happy. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I pray that the Lord just blesses you and that you continue to just draw closer and closer and closer to him. Here's one more message I received. It says, hi, Sherilyn. I just wanted to send you a word of encouragement. Let you know that your podcast has blessed our family immensely. I can't even tell you how I stumbled across it, but the kids and I recently started listening from the beginning and we are absolutely hooked. We have been in what seems to be an everlasting season of chaos as we have five kids, eight, six, four, two, and 10 months. Your podcast brings extended peace over us as everyone intently listens to your teachings. I will say I've even found myself in tears during several of your truth moments as your words have reminded me of the great truths over my own life. Thank you so much for that blessing that you shared that with me. Thank you so much. I'm so glad it's been a blessing to you. 
Um, I want to let you know that if I have missed a review or missed an email and have not read it here on the podcast and you'd like to hear it read, please feel free to email me again and just remind me. I try to catch every one um, and so sometimes it might be easy to miss one and I definitely don't want to do that. So again, thank you all for emailing in and letting me know where you're listening from. If you haven't yet, please do so. I'm still mapping your locations. It's just so wonderful to see where you are and to see how God is using the podcast to minister and spread his word, his truth um, to you and to your children and your families. Um, Thank you so much. It's an honor to be able to come into your homes. And I just really appreciate and value that you, um, you allow me that time in your homes. And um, so I appreciate that so much. All right, everyone, have a great day. And I look forward to our time together next week.